in six months, because we started the podcast July 6th of 2022. So by January of 23, I had reached more people through that podcast than I had preached to in 27 and a half years. Oh, little fish, big pond, big splash, big bag. Little fish, big pond, big splash, big bag. Y'all, welcome back to another edition of the Next Level Speakers Podcast. Yeah, I'm CJ alongside my brother Jeremy. Jeremy, what's going on, bro? I'm great, man. How you we feeling? Live studio audience, make some noise for Let's yourself. Go. Hey, man, if you're listening to this and you're not watching, we are at our mastermind training with yep. phenomenal speakers, man. We heard some phenomenal keynotes today, yep. giving them feedback. They're getting all the information they need to take their uh, career to the next level. How's it been so far, Jay? And it's been amazing, man. Now, this is actually the tail end. How's the, how's the first day been? Yes, yes. And we just gave our Drop Mic Award uh, to Wayne. Dwayne, man, super proud of him. And... Um, and his speech, his presentation. So, yeah, it's been rich, bro. It's been great. Um, well, man, well, we ain't going to drag this out, man. We got a special guest in the building. We need to make sure we get the full time with him. Absolutely. Uh, why don't you do the honors, brother? Yeah, man. So, look, y'all are in for a treat, man. My brother um, is a major influencer, husband, father, man of God, pastor, podcaster. He literally had a church with thousands of members. God said, make the move. Start a podcast. He's going to amplify your voice in front of millions of people. And within like the first year, 600,000 followers and subscribers. He's been doing absolutely bonkers. He is my good friend, Tim Ross. Put your hands together. Make some Sean noise, y'all. Make some noise. I got bread in my pocket. Yeah. Hey, Ross. Flashing. Fresh out the tomb like I'm Lazarus. Hop on the beat, I'm spazzing. Got him in shot like anaphylactic. Hey, they want no party on crashing. When I pull up, I know shot. Most people don't move on uh, with, with, their, with their lives peacefully because they've never said goodbye internally. Like, they've said it, they've said it in word, but they haven't done it in deed. My brother. How you Give it up. Give it up. Good, bro. Good. Hey, y'all. Man, b before we, we get going, I got a very serious question. Yes, sir. Uh, tell us the story behind the glasses. You know what I'm saying? I see the glasses. Y'all, you, you say I was about to say the same sweat. thing. Yeah. Give us the backstory, man. You, you're always fresh with the glasses. What's that about? All right, so um, I had to wear glasses. Not, you know, it was mandatory. My, my vision started getting blurry. So, um, you, you know, glasses become an accessory. And I wanted something that like fit my face and that like really described my expressions. So uh, Kubaram is this frame. This is free advertisement. They out of Germany, but Kubaram is this frame, and I, the, the iconic yellow glasses are the ones that like stand yeah. out the most that most people would know. But now I'm up. To, it, it can be expensive though. It's an expensive accessory. Yeah. I got nine. Uh, nine colors of the same frame. Oh wow! And I need prescriptions in all of them, so oh. it's expensive. You're committed. I'm I'm committed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm absolutely committed. Hey, for you sure. need to go and get a sponsorship. Then you yeah, go, I do. Yeah, hit yeah. them up. I'm gonna see Don't if them Germans like that. us. <laughs> um, real quick, man, because I, I, you know, I just recently Jeremy hit me a while ago. It was like, man, you need to get up on my guy. So I've been watching your stuff and checking it out, but I don't have a complete backstory. So you were a pastor. Yep. For how long? And then you just, I heard you just told the Saints, I'm out. 
Yeah, so I was a lead pastor of a church for seven years, okay. uh, but I started preaching uh, a, year, uh, a month after I gave my life to Jesus. So from 1996 all the way up to 2022, I had been in ministry in some form or fashion and then spent the last seven years as a lead pastor. Okay, and then why that why exit? What, what, what was it telling you, hey, it's time to transition into this new Yeah, season? so like this wasn't planned. So in September of 2021, a friend of ours came to the church preach a great message, and at the end called me and my uh, gorgeous wife, Juliet, up. And uh, she back there Come right on, there Juliet. with her fine self. <laughs> your fine self. <laughs> I always say it aggressive to her. Yeah, you got to. your fine self. So um, uh, 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 the lady gave us a, a prophetic word and was like, and, and we thought we knew what the word meant. And then four days later, um, all I heard was like the Holy Spirit saying, uh, your time as a lead pastor was coming to an end. So low key, I thought I got fired. Like, cause nothing was wrong. Like, like the church was great, the, you know, the attendance was great, the money was great, the movement was great, the trajectory was great. Um, but when the season is over, it's over. And it's not over when you say it's over, it's over when he says it's over. So, so that's what- she already, she put that prophetic word on you, but were you already feeling that? Felt nothing, bro. Felt nothing, bro. Did you check her resume first, or? Well, well, it you know was. What I'm saying, I just don't. When people be having, see, I got a prophetic word. I'd be like, hold that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know you. Yeah, for so sure. Keep, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just me personally. Absolutely. I'm not. Everybody just can't. Absolutely. So she had credibility in she your. She had credibility. Okay, cool. Her credit score was high. And and just just to be clear, the word that she gave, the way I first heard it was like. Oh, yeah, this word is dope because it means this. The church is growing. We about to build new staff, and we about to get a new building. That's what, we, that's what I thought it was confirming. Yep. It was four days later in my quiet time where, the, where God was like, um, listen to that word again. And so when I went to listen to it again, I literally thought somebody overdubbed it because I heard something completely different. And that's when he was letting me know, nah, you tried to make that word fit wow. your own agenda that you were already going on, I'm telling you, this season's coming to an end. Wow. And so a lot of times you can get a word from God, and that word from God can be such a, a, a whiplash of a pivot from your plans yep. that you really have to submit, right? That's what E.T. was talking about earlier, right? Like, like, I have to surrender what I think this is for what God says it is. So, Juliet. I just want to know where she was on that because, oh, bro. yeah, what she, yeah. So uh, you know, as a bro, you like you, you, y'all done work to build this up now. Oh, for sure. And then you like, yeah, homegirl just told me I'm out. Yeah. So Juliet's one of Juliet's um, expressed sentiments was, you might as well be telling us that we putting up one of our kids for adoption. Like the first ninety days of us trying to process that was like super rough. Um, I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm sharing stuff with her. She like that. Mm -mm, that mm -mm. if if the, I, don't, I mean, first of all, I don't even know what you're talking about. And if the Lord said it, and then second of all, if He did say it, it sure ain't happening like this. And so it took us 90 days to even like get on the same page. So yeah. by January of 22, okay. we were both clear that okay, we're in a season of transition. Drew was hoping that we made it to uh, 10 years because we had just celebrated six in September. So Jew was like, let's just get to 10. Like, let's, let's, let's round it off at a great number. And I, I was, it felt too long to me, so I thought it was going to be this year. Mm. I was like, if we could just get to eight, you know, then I started 
putting little Jesus glitter on it. Like eight is the number of new beginnings, and it's gonna be, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be sure. real hot. And yeah, Jesus glitter. Yeah, Jesus glitter, bro. <laughs> we be throwing Jesus glitter on a lot of stuff. So, um, what happened was uh, by August of 2022, that's when the Holy Spirit made it clear that 22 is your last year. And so December 31st of 22 was our last year. And we were like, we were both crying off and on the whole year. And um, we were like, the church needs more time. And, you know, they need more time for a transition. And in August, remember, this started in September of 21. In August of 22, what the Holy Spirit said to me, I was in the shower. I'll never forget it. He said, Tim, uh, your last day is December 31st of 2022. He said, and here's the reason why. Well done. So I burst into tears, yeah. right? Yeah. And then he said, you think the church needs a year. They don't. You and Juliet did. Mm. He said, and your year is up. Wow. So in September of 22, we told the staff. And then in October of 22, we, st- we told the church. God had already showed us who our successor was. So we put that dude in place. Church is still growing, still thriving, it's still moving. And... We on to the next. Okay, so cool. And Jay, I'll get in here anytime you want, Jay, but I got to, I got to, because I'm practical, right? Yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. So do you already have financially, like, the next steps? Because I know nope. we got people out here who have jobs, nine to five, stuff like that, and they want to transition into full-time speaking. Yep. And it's like, man, I'm trying to balance this, you know, how do I make money? Am I going to be able to make enough money? I'm getting a couple gigs here, a couple gigs there. So was it a situation where you're like, all right, cool, this is how we're going to replace the income for the next 12 months, the next 16 months. You literally just... Yeah, no. So, so here's the thing. When it's a faith move. Now, there, there are seasons of your life where you got practical moves, right? Like, I'm going to practically make this move, shift this money, do this thing. But when you got a burden that, that it's now to the point where you can't sleep, mm-hmm. right? I, I, if I don't obey wow. this, wow. I, I can't go to the next thing. And whether, whether you're in this room right now and you have, like, an uh, 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 anchor in Jesus or an anchor just in the call that you feel like you have. I don't know where your, your faith walk is, but for me, what I know in all the transitions I've ever had, they've all been faith transitions, and this is what I know. God doesn't speak to you about what's next until you leave what's now. And so if you're, if you're in this position where you're like, as soon as I get this many speaking engagements, that's when I'm going to pivot off my job, God is up there going like this. I'll wait. You still trying to do it in your own strength, but I'm not going to really unleash and unlock what I want you to have here until you surrender this and give it up. Because if you can do it in your own strength, you get credit. When you do it in his strength, he gets glory. So you ever seen, you ever seen that picture? Um, you ever seen that picture of you got the little girl and then you got Jesus. And he's asking for her little teddy bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got a really, yeah, yeah. really huge teddy bear behind him. Yeah, for sure. She don't see it. And she's wondering, like, do I give up this little teddy bear? How many, you reaching thousands of people when you was preaching. How many viewers, how many lives have you been impacting this past year from your podcast? Um, so in six months, because we started the podcast July 6th of 2022. So by January of 23, I had reached more people through that podcast than I had preached to in 27 and a half years. Before I joined the Speakers Academy, I was speaking for free. 
Once I joined this community, they gave me the tools and the structure that I needed and showed me and helped me believe what was possible. I literally followed the blueprint that the coaches gave me and I ran the play. And so now I'm able to stop speaking for free and be able to pay my grandmother's house off. Since I've quit my job, I've been able to go speaking full time since 2019. And now I have six figure contracts with school districts all across the country. My name is Logan Taylor. I'm a professional speaker and a curriculum developer. And not by a little bit. I'm talking like an right. eclipse. Right. And, and just, just so y'all have context, there was nothing about my, my years in ministry that gave any indication that the podcast was going to pop off like that. Right. Like, like if Bishop T.D. Jake starts a podcast, you expect yeah, yeah. millions of dollars, you know, millions of people to drop it. Like, you know, but, yo, it wasn't like that. Like, like my whole ministry has been discipleship. Crucify your flesh. Eat his flesh. Drink his blood. Like, that ain't sexy. You know what I mean? People ain't like, oh, I can't wait to hear that guy's message. People come into our church. I was like, you ready to die? Like people, <laughs> you know, we weren't oh. giving out candy and being like, man, I'm yeah. so grateful you're here. The Lord's going to do amazing things with your life. I'm, yeah. You came in. I'm like, you ready to die? They're like, not today. Maybe the next week. You ready to die? Like that was the message. And so, so I was not on social media prior to March of 2020. See, and I ain't gonna lie, I capped a little bit. He was like, what was his following like before? I was like, you know, it was moderate. Yeah, You weren't even on. I wasn't even on. And I'm not talking about deactivated. I wasn't on social media. So the pandemic, the elders... Ever had a black planet page or nothing? Nah. MySpace? (laughs) 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 You had to have a black planet. Everybody had a black planet. Where, who had a black planet? Where are my 40 year uh, <laughs> Okay, look, see, they, they're telling the truth. You can so, have your own music on that joint. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't do it. They love uh, me on black planet. The, the, I'm an introvert, so it's like the, the, more, the more anonymity and privacy I can hold on to, yeah. I cherish it. Yeah. So, but when the pandemic hit, the elders of our church was like, bro, look, we don't care that you're an introvert. Yeah. Right now, ain't nobody coming to church. And you talking about you ain't opening the church back up to January of 2021 because you heard from God. He, they was like, so you're going to have to get back on, on, mm. on social media. So I call myself being passive aggressive. And so um, uh, upset, the, uh, uh, upset the World was a message that God gave me that turned into a book. So I said, okay, y'all want me to come back on. Uh, the social media, but I ain't coming back with my name. I'm going to come back with Upset the Gram. I was doing it like thinking I was being petty. Rebellious. Right. And so March of... Tw- upset the Gram? Upset your Gram. So okay, got up- you. Yeah, okay, so gotcha. I came up with Upset the Gram. I didn't come back with like Tim Ross or whatever. Right, right, right. right. Or Pastor Tim Ross or whatever people do, right? So I come back on with Upset the Gram from March of 2020 to May of 22. We had 32,000 Instagram followers, which for my world and for like what I do and the kind of preaching I was doing, I'm like, yo, I'm, this is dope. Like these people, they are a unique group of people. Like, you know what I mean? If they follow my account. Yeah. From May of 22 to now is 617,000 followers. 
and I'm saying the same thing that I was saying standing up preaching, but now the world is listening when I'm sitting down talking. So, mm. and this is the this is the challenge I have with so many. I'm glad you said that with so many people. So I'm I'm shouting out to all of our next levelers that's listening or watching right now. You know, God has called you to speak. They know they have a message. They know they have a story, but they kind of still on the sidelines, afraid to jump out here. Yep. And, and they feel like, well, I'm speaking here, I'm speaking there, and they're not really taking it seriously, yep. not realizing that God wants them to amplify that voice yep. and to share it with so many more people. Yep. And I really believe this, Tim, and you tell me what you think about this. I really believe that if God gives you something, a plan, whether it's a book or a podcast or a conference or whatever, yep. and you don't do it, I believe he's going to take that same idea, that same insight, and be like, you know what? Well, you do it, son. Big facts. Like, I, be Big I facts. believe if Noah, if, no if God went to Noah and was like, Noah, I'm about to flood the earth, That's right. built this ship, and he was just like, water from the sky, I'm good. I really believe that God would have been like, all right, let me find a, a Hosea or a Patrick or somebody else yeah, to yeah, do it. Sure. So, so speak to that, bro, to the person that's like on the fence. Like, I really believe that God will take that thing yep. and give it to somebody else who, yeah. because we see it biblically yep, with the talents and the master. One had one, yep. one had two, one had five. And the one that hid the one, he was like, I'm going to give that to somebody else that's going to do something with it. Yeah. So, so th that's the story of my life. So, so I have a, I, grad, I graduated high school from an um, alternative school. I had a 1.9 GPA. Um, I have a high school diploma. I don't have a secondary education. I ain't got a bachelor's, master's, PhD, none of that. I knew I could talk. One talent. I knew that words were like crayons to me. And the more words I had and the more extensive my vocabulary, the more I could move people's emotions. This is even before I gave my life to Jesus. So once I knew that this was my thing, I pushed all the chips to the middle of the table. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this spit game is going to get me paid. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to talk and I'm going to figure out. I didn't know if I was going to do it rapping. I didn't know if I was going to do it doing stand-up comedy. I didn't know if I was going to do it preaching. I didn't know if I was going to do it do spoken word. So you know what I did? I did all of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't like sitting there praying like, which, Lord, which one's going to pop off? Mm-hmm. I, I, did, I did spoken word. I pressed up 2,000 CDs because I thought I was going to be my cousin Lecrae before I even knew he was my cousin. So I'm like, I'm going to be a rapper. I put, out the, I put out the mixtape. I put out the battle, the diss tracks. Then I put out the actual album, and the market didn't want it. So I'm like, okay, must not be that. Mm. The, the, com the comedian side of me, the, the comic side of me, I, it actually could have been that. But I grew up in a legalistic church, so I actually thought I was going to hell when the club manager of the improv actually invited me back the next Friday. I was like, oh, snap. I'm probably going to be in a green room with Dave Chappelle and be smoking a pack of cigarettes and go to hell. So, <laughs> so I ran from that, and like the preaching just kept on popping off. So I was like, I'm going to try this. And that's what kept opening doors, and that's what literally took me around the world. So you just, you cannot, be, you cannot be afraid to fail. Failures are just findings that get you closer to the thing that you were, that you were ultimately always called to do. Yeah. Mm, that's good. yeah. What's the science behind the podcast? I know, obviously, you know, we all have our podcast up here. What's been your, like, 
golden ticket on the podcast. Like, what's the, what do you think the one thing that's resonating with people to why they continue to come back week after week? Because to grow your podcast like that, now we know the podcast world is a lot more populated than it used to be, right? For when sure. I start, we started seven years ago. Yeah. So I mean, it was like no. My, I remember everybody was like, "What's a podcast?" Right. Right. Exactly. Now we're in a world where there's a ton of them, but five not a million ton of and good counting. Ones. Yeah, that's so right. Not a ton of good ones, and right. I tell people all the time. Yeah, that's even more reason you should do it. For sure. Because there's more awareness about it, and that's now right. people are trying to find the good ones. Right. And so what's been your, like, kind of secret sauce on your podcast that's kept people coming back? Vulnerability. Mm. Point blank, period. We have created a safe space for people to give us the gift of their vulnerability. Mm. And we're, yeah, I sound like a dweller out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, so uh, people need to be seen, heard, known, valued and still loved mm. the reason why people are yelling to the top of their lungs the people the reason why people are leaving dissertations in the comment section because yep. they just need to be heard mm. everybody That's just trying right. to be heard yeah. the reason why people are making reaction videos because people just want to be heard and so anytime someone has felt cut off individually as a community as an ethnicity politically what do they do they just scream Louder. When you let somebody finish their sentence, you know what happens? They actually calm down. So we just created this environment and then we sent out a Google form and said, hey, anybody that wants to come and give us the gift of their vulnerability, we will sit here and just listen to you talk and we will still love you. Even if we vehemently disagree with you, we will still love you and we will just hold space for you. We had over 3,500 people fill out that Google form. Regular people. And so we had people drive in, fly in. Um, How you vet them, though? You get some crazy folks. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 you know what I'm saying? You our, just ain't coming yeah, up in my, yeah, my space. But yeah. I, I got to see who your mama. Well, we, we, and, we did, and we do. So our producers okay, okay. have a little, have a way to vet them and um, uh, ask these particular questions and kind of get to the root of why they want, really want to sit down with us. Because we are looking for people to be brave. You know what I mean? Vulnerability takes bravery. And especially when you're sitting down one-on-one -on -one with a person, but really you're allowing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people to listen to where you are right now. Mm. This may not be where you are a year from now, five years from now, but this is where you are right now. And you hold space for those people and allow them to talk. There's healing when, when there is safety and stability. And, and, and the podcast has created safety and stability for people to be able to heal from traumatic wounds of their past and uh, to not fear the success of the future. No, that's dope. And then you've been able to leverage now the podcast into appearances and speaking events. And how, how is that kind of you've, you've used that platform to kind of so to the next level? So where the podcast, man, I'm still I'm still kind of pinching myself about the whole thing because this time last year. I was just a lead pastor of a podcast that was transitioning, not knowing this podcast was going to be bread, butter, garlic toast, mm -hmm. pasta, yeah. fettuccine Alfredo, yeah. seared chicken breast. With the broccoli. With the broccoli yeah. and sea bass. Like, I didn't know it was going to be yeah. all of that. All of it. All of it, all right? Of it. So, so it has parlayed into speaking engagements. It has put me... Um, uh, in, in front of corporate entities. Um, uh, we, we, we literally turned down 97% of 
speaking engagements wow. in churches. Like wow. we realize, like my mandate right now is highways, byways, bushes, and shrubs. Mm. I did church for 27 and a half years. Mm. Still love the church, gonna always love the body of Christ, but there are people hiding in the bushes that don't understand that vulnerability is their ticket out, authenticity is their ticket in yeah. to really, truly living in their own skin. So it's like, hey, the people that's at the wedding feast already and they already at the table and they already love them, that's cool. I'm about to go get these jokers that's in this suit and tie living in this C-suite. Mm -hmm. And through the message of vulnerability, I'm going to let them know, hey, you got all that power. You, you driving the right car. You in the right zip code. Your kids in the right college. And you still in the bushes. Mm. If you come out, she'll come out. Mm. Right. If you come out, they'll come out. And so that's the message that we're trying to give uh, people right now. Um, the ultimate leverage that I did not see coming is that we were able to take this podcast, which has been a safe space, and launch a tech company uh, that has now become the safe place. So the B-side is an app that we had a launch party yep. that my brother Jeremy was so gracious and kind to come out and host for us. We had a thousand people fly in from all over the country. We launched this app. No, no, no. You had a thousand people that come in and watched it and flew in from all over the country and in eight days. Yep. In eight days, we, yeah, we did. I, you you yes. put an eight days notice? Well, well no, no, it no. sold out in eight days. It sold out in eight, eight days. days. It, it sold out in eight yeah, days. Yeah, at the Irving. At the Irving Convention Center. At the Center. Irving Convention Center. Yeah. They're in beautiful facility. Yeah, for sure. It's a sellout in the event in yep. eight wow. days. Give it up, y'all. That's crazy. A thousand people. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's crazy. Yeah. But 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 I get it, right? And, and it's crazy because I remember when we had the interview yep. at the event. Yep. The launch party, and I remember you were saying, like, man, I can't believe these people showed up. Yeah. And I was like, bro, they showed up for you because you showed up for them. For sure. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? They showed up tonight because you showed up for Christ. For sure, absolutely. And you've been consistent. So yeah. it's only it's only a matter of time before that thing comes back. And absolutely. I think the reason why we gel and connected so hard so quickly is because you a man of faith and you really stepped out on faith. Yeah. For like sure. I got a lot of yeah. Respect for that. For somebody yeah. that's like, yo, I'm pushing all my chips to the front of the table. Yep. I ain't got no safety in there. Yep. I remember one of your interviews, you was like, bro, I left my church. And you was like, and let me just say this. It wasn't no crazy scandal. Because some people, right. switch, you right. feel me, see? Oh, yeah. They switch up in ministry like, God saying do something else. Like, nah, you got. There's a baby, you got there's a baby in the bushes. There's a whole <laughs> side saying? chick in the bushes. Right. You yeah. definitely didn't got one of the saints pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But you was like, nah, it, everything, is, everything is smooth. Like, God is really having me go into yeah. uncharted territory. Right. So God, God considers you righteous because of your faith. Like, Abraham was considered righteous because of his faith. So I'm just sharing it, like, to all of y'all in the audience, those of you listening and watching, like, there is that faith element that you have to have. So if somebody's like, man, well, God, why did you bless Tim? He got 600,000 followers, hundreds of thousands of subscribers, hundreds of thousands of people watching the episodes when they drop every single week and all of that. Like, why does he get to It's like, yeah, but they didn't see that, but they didn't see when you left the church. They didn't see when Juliet was like, babe, let me just, let's get to year 10. He was like, all right, maybe year eight. And God was like, year now. Like, they didn't right see that. But those are some of the things that, that activates. I often say that that favor fortunes the faithful. And so I believe that you've been favored because you've been so faithful. So I want to talk really quick, uh, a little bit more practical uh, side. So you are in church, you're a lead pastor forever. You start this podcast. 
is there a complete like rebrand on the pod? Like, how do you end up doing corporate stuff? Because usually we're taught that that doesn't really cross over a whole. Yeah. Thing. And I know that was an issue for E and I early on, trying to like, you know, he's a hip hop preacher, so right. we had the name Preacher. Yeah. By the time I probably wouldn't have done that, but back in the day, that was like the best I had. This yep. Fifteen, sixteen years ago. Yeah. But how do you? Like, how do you manage, like, cr- that crossover now? Like, they don't look at you and go, oh, this dude's a pastor. Like, he can't. No, be- because uh, pastor pastor was a title that described what I did. Come on, I talk never about made- that. That's who I am. So pastor is a verb to me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's not a noun, right? Like, Usain Bolt is a sprinter, but nobody's going to call him sprinter Usain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Phelps is a swimmer, but nobody's going to call him swimmer Mike. Right. So so pastor was a season of my life. It's not the reason of my life. But didn't people know you for that? So when you they come did. into the podcast space, like regardless, and I feel how you felt. Yep, yep, I'm yep. talking about the outward perception of who you were. Yeah. So so uh, we, we talk about perceived value when a season is over and you make that pivot. People are going to believe who you are now. Right. Even though they know who you are, then if you sit here and you say, I'm not going to even remind you of what I was doing. This is who I am now. Right. I'm burning my ships like this is what I'm doing now. I'm not going to even give myself wiggle room to go back to that. That's why we chopped 97 percent of the preaching engagements, because I'm like, I'm not going to keep going there when I'm trying to go here. If I'm called to the bushes, somebody else got to go to the banquet. So now I'm referring those that I mentored and raised up to go to the banquet, and I'm like, I'm only making myself available for the bushes, which means you got to say no to stuff that's, that ain't the bushes. Well, the banquet still knows you, and they still trust you. Why don't you keep coming? No, I'm, I'm bushes only. I'm bushes only. So what if that only means three corporate events this year? Well, I'm bushes only. I guess I'm going to have three engagements in that space. But when you focus on that and you make that the desire and the goal, that's when God starts opening up doors that you could have never planned for. Right. And, and I'm excited for our audience because tomorrow he's going to do a training, but a session, but he's really going to give a speech, a keynote presentation with the power of vulnerability, but something that he will use in the corporate space. So this is the same message that you would share churches, on podcasts, and the spiritual. Tomorrow, you all are going to learn and see how he packages that same thing that he's been offering to churches over the years to now package it in the corporate space. So y'all, y'all are hearing it for the first time because this is the first platform that I'm actually, that's what Yo. he opened the door for me to do here. Yeah. Real quick, we got another minute. Um, have, have, do you have an idea of what's next? Or are you just sitting down in this and, and just taking all of this in? Or do you already kind of have that next move planned out? Yeah, so what I know what's next is that um, I'm supposed to build out this platform that God has given us stewardship over. Um, since last Friday, we have over 10,000 downloads with almost a 30 per, uh, 30% conversion rate right now. Uh, I think I'm supposed to be the John Stewart of my uh, uh, so, so this is the, the B-side app is really the daily show for me. Mm-hmm. And all I want to do is spin off talent. So I'm looking to spin off Samantha Bees and Ronnie Changs and uh, Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert's, yeah. Trevor Noah's to succeed me. I'm looking for that next person to take my place because I got other stuff to do. Um, that all apostles really do is they're sent somewhere to build something and then they build something to send other people. So once I'm done building something, I'm on to the next thing. So I don't want to be in the way. I don't want to trap 
apostles and disciples' bodies. Those that I'm mentoring right now are supposed to be ahead of me, beyond me, past me, and I want to move out of the way so they can be so they can be there. So for me, it's building this brand, starting to do more corporate events, and helping people understand that vulnerability is the ticket to be in their authentic skin. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Tim Ross, give it up. Appreciate y'all. Hey, man, nextlevelspeakersacademy.com. Appreciate y'all joining us on this podcast. Make sure y'all go check out the website. If you want to be a speaker, Jay, can you give them a quick butcher's cut? They said we didn't do it last episode. Give me a 60-second butcher's cut. Yeah, if you really want to be powerful, you really want to make maximum impact, you got to be vulnerable. Like Tim said, vulnerability is his superpower, and that's your superpower. So the more open you are, the more you're going to set people free. Let's get it. Next level. Hey, what's up, y'all? Jeremy Anderson here, founder of Next Level Speakers Academy. And look, we're always looking to see how we can take to the next level. Me and my team have been meeting, and we said, man, how can we enhance the experience, right? How can we put the people within our community in the best position to get as many opportunities to speak and share their gift and their message with the world? I am pleased to announce that we have just launched our Next Level Brand Studio. For those of you all that's in the Facebook group and online and send me DMs, Jeremy, who, who did your website? Who does your branding? Uh, who did your EPK? Who, who does your reel? We now build a team of people that's been working with us for years that's now going to work with you. So for those of you all that want a brand, right? You want a real custom logo and an EPK and business cards. You really want to put yourself in the best position to really be taken seriously. We've got the opportunity for you, right? For those of you that said, man, I need a website that's nice like yours, Jeremy. I don't have as much content, but I got enough to get a really strong website to put me in the best position. Man, we've done so many websites. We've got the team, the crew ready to support you. For those of y'all that realize people don't want to book speakers who are trying to be speakers, they want to book speakers who are already speaking. And you understand the importance of having a real polished and powerful professional speakers reel. Man, we got the team that's been working with me for over a decade. And now my team is your team. So whether you need a brand, you know, a branding and a logo and EPK and all of that, whether you need a brand new website, whether you need a speakers reel, Next Level Brand Studio is the go-to place for premier speakers like you. It's ready to take your message and your brand and your story to the next level.